I used to be a big warrior and I still am. I, I get quite anxious over, I worry about stuff that's going to happen in like 2050. So I think for me, it's just, for me, it's actually living in the moment. If I live in the moment, I'm much happier. So how did the Made in Chelsea thing come about? Looking back on some of the stuff I did, it wasn't actually me to do that sort of stuff. Um, Alexa, what's from her What's ever red? Yeah, I do like a glass of red. What a shitter, I hope she's well. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Only Tools and Horses, episode five. I'm here with my co-host, Ashley House. As always. And today we're joined by a Made in Chelsea star, Sam Prince. Thank you so much for joining us, mate. Hello, boys. You well? Yeah, all good, no, mate. I am a star, but yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. good. It's, mate, it's so strange, like, having Made in Chelsea star. I, I know you as Sam Prince as, as, as the mate. Do you know what I mean? This is fucking insane so we're we're going along with my mic is currently broken but one second oh are we fucking going for a broken mic already <laughs> yeah, this is why mic. we usually go for, for <laughs> beers sounds like a better idea and try and rectify with all of that um but we'll just keep on going yeah. through best way to be going just keep on going through so i think the best way of saying well why have we got sam prince on a uh, a podcast that is marketed at the equestrian industry it's an interesting question <laughs> And a lot of the reason why we wanted to get you on, Sam, is just because we feel the industry is needs more exposure. And we feel like with your following and your social media, this would be a brilliant, brilliant way of trying to gain more exposure to the industry. And also we feel with how your life changed so, so dramatically in such yeah. a short period of time, we can sort of relate that to so many life experiences that we feel will be really helpful with people. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot yeah. of topics that I feel like you would have lived and experienced that would really help a lot of people that are going to listen to this and and just go through 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 your life basically um i mean we we've known each other the three of us for donkey's years yeah, 10 plus years. i think you me and Char, i think me and ashley went to school together i think when i was when we were literally tiny and i then yes. I just, yeah whenever i go back home like east grinstead way Josh, I always see in the gym. No matter what gym it is in East Grinstead. <laughs> He's an animal. <laughs> and the barbers as well. We always bump into each other in the barbers all the time. That local that local uh, hairdressers, you're always yeah, in there. Literally. Bizarre. It's every single time. Yeah, literally, mate. And I, I rarely come back and I always see you. Yeah, literally. literally. Have you, are you just hibernating in Chelsea now? Like, you just don't leave. Like, I'm here. I, I'm... I actually moved out of London at the start of lockdown. So I went through a breakup, then moved back home. And then I moved to my buddies in Seven Oaks. Right. Just while this kind of rona season's here, yeah. so I'll probably be back to London when this season finishes, which I, I hope soon, but yeah. I'm not really sure. But uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty happy here. I'm like 20 minutes away from London. I can walk onto a golf course. For me, this is ideal for this current situation. Yeah, yeah. I do think place. we were, at one point we were all together at my grandma's. Do you think? Yeah, I genuinely think so. With my cousin Harry, you know, we. Uh, I'm sure we all at one point were having when we we're like seven, eight years old. Did did Liverpool? No, this was literally down Dunning's, Dunning's Road. I'm sure we literally actually mate, all at one I, point. Because that's the first certain, time mate. that I literally came into like met you guys because you were both at the meets together. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's how I, I vaguely I know knew both exactly of you. And then about of, yeah. I do remember going to like parties when I was like, must be like 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah. you like Josh there. <laughs> I go out with um like the Sackville boys like because yeah. they lived down the road. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Do you see many of the friends from that you grew up with now, or is it just like a completely different? I don't know. It's, it's, to be honest, I've actually reconnected with them. 
I, uh, so basically went away in January. I decided that I'm going to take a permanent break away from London. Yeah. Just some of my career and what I wanted to do. And I've, I've reconnected with a lot of my like St. Bede's mates and, uh, it's been really healthy. Like, I live with my best mate from school now and, uh, it's great. Like, I actually love it. I, I, I don't see myself. Yeah. It's, it's really nice. It's, it's why Corona season has been great. You actually, 2020 has actually worked out really well for you. Like there's a lot of people that say that, oh, well, actually it's been the worst year that everyone's faced. Whereas I think we look at it and it's, there's some been difficult times, but actually it's, it's not been a bad year. 2020 is uh, probably one of the best years ever. For me, it's been the best year ever. Like I think like I've launched my, I've launched another company. I'm about to do something else over the next two weeks. Uh, I've launched my own podcast. So for me, this has been a banger. Like yeah. I uh, like anything i know a lot of people affect the negative way but for me this has been like i couldn't have had a better year realistically yeah, of course and I, I guess in a way it's like we've all been put in a difficult situation with the coronavirus that we that none of us can like change but i guess it's all, all completely is how you react to the situation and like you say your experiences now have led you to be able to use some bad experiences this year with covid and change them into positive and, and i think it's all what you make of it like you can look down and think oh it's a really terrible year and it is like the things that are going on now is terrible but i think it's what you make of it and for me it's an opportunity to not go out and not i used to always be there going out at the afters and now mm. that is just i wouldn't do that anymore it's a change of mindset you you when you get put up against these hurdles it's do you just turn around and go the other way because you can't get through or do you jump over the obstacle i feel like you've very much adapted to 2020 and gone right there's issues here let's solve them how do i come around them how do i become a better person you like you look happier you look you look like you're glowing yeah. mate yeah. you're like a different man altogether I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy like um it's not a lockdown not what's well, lockdown in a few hours again yeah this is like it's grind time like, I, yeah. I don't have to i'm not i don't have to focus on anything else but my work no yeah bloody great and i was gonna say i've sort of bumped into you quite a lot last year at Solan in the gym together yeah, I um, to, and my nana has a house around the corner. Yeah, and uh, I used to nip there quite a lot. I used, yeah. I used to, um, <laughs> close down though, right? Yeah, it closed down. But like I was going to say, from... yeah, I was going to say, don't give them any publicity. No, no, They're no. horrible people <laughs> and they yeah. treated everyone terribly. But <laughs> even so, what, what I was saying is, I, I saw you quite regularly in there, um, and seeing you now, you can see how much you've changed in a year from being at, maybe in that social life up in London to now where you look much happier for it much much happier for it as in a way has it been like a massive weight off your shoulders coming out of that uh i think coming out of i used to rely i used to be every single weekend probably thursday sunday i was out absolutely mm. sending it i used to literally leave my house on thursday come back sunday and it just wasn't healthy and it's not sustainable and i think i'm glad i did all that because now i realize that like what i really want mm. and for me to achieve my goals for the next five years sending it four nights a week is not in <laughs> there's not there's not enough barocas that can get you through monday <laughs> tuesday wednesday to go again i've no I, I can i don't think i've ever had a hang of it but it, i was never it is not sustainable and i think um yeah my well-being and for my career it's just not it's not good you you briefly mentioned on uh launching different companies in your career and you're grinding at the moment so for everyone that's listening that what's going on with you like what are you what companies are you launching what where's sam at in the, the world of business just so i launched at the start the first lockdown we had uh, i launched a company with my buddy called forager herbs which yeah. is a company focusing really on health benefits and 
I mean, so you've gone, you've gone from Stella Artois to tea. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's, I've always been, I've always smashed green tea. I've, I've had green tea every morning for years. Yeah. So it was like the perfect step. I met, I met the right guy to do it. He's a herbalist. I didn't even know what that was. There is a herbalist out there. <laughs> he can, he can create these blends and, uh, I can, and it works really well. We have a great partnership. Uh, we're developing into all different things. Um, new Christmas tea coming out. So there's lots of stuff that have been happening over the last eight months regarding that. And then I'm about to launch something else happening in a few weeks and then a podcast. But it's all because I got more time. When yeah. Not so much. You, you can focus on the stuff. And, uh, Forager has been a massive success with this year. We're going into the last quarter in like in really strong, in a really strong manner. So I'm really, really excited about it. Well, honestly, mate, like from from mate's perspective, not just people's listening, like Josh and I will both say we are, we talk about, we've got loads of friends that, um, ironically friends that you will know as well, that when you see your mates doing well, it is so refreshing to see. And it's almost like a, sem- like a sense of pride. Like I'm proud for you. Do you know what I mean? Like so genuinely well done for what you're doing and where you're going. Like from, from where we was little to where you are now, absolutely killing the game, mate. Appreciate it. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. But there was a little bit in the middle, right? Which again, you're Sam to me, but I think your mates call you Prince. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think. <laughs> I never really get called Sam. It's Princey or Princess. Princess is a big one. I've been called Princess for fucking years. Princess, yeah. I never really got get called Sam anymore, which is bizarre. So how how did um the Made in Chelsea thing come about because that to me was just like one day oh Sam's Made in Chelsea and I was like mm-hmm. I was uh, to be fair I was really lucky I uh, I was with a girl for like three years and it was a time where I was just I think you've all probably broken up with girls and it's yeah. just your, your first love is just an absolute nightmare yeah I remember just being in such a pickle like, I was in a fucking pickle I was like how the fuck do I get out of this I didn't go to uni so I was like what am I going to do and I remember having having stuff with mom and she was like why don't why don't you like do television or something i know that's what you wanted to do yeah then, weirdly a week later i got a dm from this like tv producer saying would you come on and have a meeting with us and yeah. at the start i was like no because i was just in such a pickle all i wanted to get back was my ex-girlfriend i was like i can't yeah. i could barely speak to anyone let alone do like a tv show did she, was she aware at the time that you were taking these meetings and potentially going through? Or was that like just as much, a, yeah, it was that much, just as much of a shock to her? Like, um, oh. we weren't on speaking terms at this point. So it was like, uh, and then I eventually went like a couple of weeks after and then, yeah, and I suddenly found myself on this TV show, like chatting bollocks. She must have had such a shocker. <laughs> I mean, what a shitter. I hope she's well. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I would have preferred you to throw some shade, mate. It would have been brilliant drama that we could have just clickbaited and just gone with that. But, I mean, she probably... We're at, we actually were on speaking terms now, but um, she's... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, pretty weird thing how that manifested. It was pretty bizarre. No, mate. And plus it takes, I'm not being funny, a big person to, to break up with someone and then also have a good relationship with them. Like that's... She actually broke up with me. Ah, love that mate yeah cheers uh, make me look like a right dick brilliant well <laughs> and you're, you're living your best life baby you, you're you're mingling in in a good circle uh it seems like you've had a few different love interests in the life so you're you're, you're bouncing yeah. back you're doing well so, I, I don't... Hmm? sorry carry on sam no carry on mate um so how did you find that obviously before the show you had like you say your sort of first love for three years and then all of a sudden you're on a reality tv show and now everything you do 
is seen by everyone. How that must have been a really hard transition for you from going from being able to live your life to being completely exposed to every single move that you do. In hindsight, realistically, I wouldn't have gone on the show so young. Mm. Uh, I would, How old was you when you went on the show? My first meeting was 18. Wow. So like, I'm 23 now. Like, we'll be to 24 soon. Like, what the fuck? Right. So I think yeah. uh, 18 doing that was like probably a little bit of a mistake, but at the same time, a great opportunity. Yeah. I went on there. I didn't really know who I was. I just got a fresh breakup. Lost a little soul, to be honest. Mm. So for me, if I, had, if I could do my time again, I would do it at an older age when you understand who you are as a person. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know. I'm, at 18, you don't really know anything. You just start going out. Like, everything's yeah. very new. So I think, for me, I would have definitely gone on a bit later. But would I go on now? Probably not. But it was a great So there's no, no return for Princey back to, back to the square? Right now, there's too many things going on in my life. And I'm pretty, yeah. I'm like, if things carry on the way they're going, the next five years could be fantastic. Yeah. So for me, I'm not looking for any other more opportunities. I, I, I am looking for opportunities, always looking for opportunities, yeah. but is this show would be too much of a distraction from what I'm currently doing. Absolutely. I mean, what, one thing I was always curious about is how, how does the, the show work? So you, you meet with the producers, um, do they just sort of throw you in with the cast and sort of say, go out for a couple of weekends and sort of see who you get on with and th- then those relationships and storylines naturally like grow yeah, I did. I before I was on the show, I did kind of like knew a few of them on the show already. I was already living in Chelsea before I was on the show yeah. with his girlfriend, which ended beautifully. Um, but I think it was <laughs> I already kind of knew who they were and knew of some of the people. So I, I, I don't think slipping in wasn't too difficult. But um, yeah, they just kind of like it's basically that they want they want people to you basically just catch up with your friends. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty to fit in but a really bizarre experience suddenly you've got the camera in your face and you're like like it's very oh mate yeah no tell me about it i've been on films it's a strange world it is completely different to what anyone else has ever experienced it's just like literally being picked up and just dropped in a different life exactly exactly and i mean i must yeah it must have felt just absolutely bizarre for you it was really, really bizarre um, because I actually never really also did pantomimes. Like when I was younger, I did loads. I think you probably knew like I did quite a few pantomimes and I did like tap dancing shows, which is fucking rogue. But uh, <laughs> He was also a very good golfer as well. At one point, I thought he was going to be a pro golfer. I thought I was going to be a pro golfer. I still think, I, now I still think I'm going to be a pro golfer, but I'm not going to be. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, uh, yeah, it was a really bizarre, bizarre kind of experience. You, um, uh, briefly touched on uh, your relationships and that you'd gone through uh, on Maiden Chelsea. Now, I don't want to bring it up as a mate, but it was on the show. So I'm going to, and you know, I'm going to ask about the moment. There's a famous clip with you and the tough that went absolutely viral. And it comes up because ironically, I was scrolling through TikTok the other day and it has now become a trend. You know how they like soundbite things? It went, and- uh, went viral. It got yeah. like, I got you've got like a hundred thousand or something weird. Yeah, yeah. mate. Literally, I tell you what. Um, Is that, on, I'm on TikTok, TikTok. There's I'm like out I'm out of date. I was just surprised that even yeah. made uh, made it there. On TikTok, there is thousands and thousands of videos recreating that moment. And I'm telling you, it they it's probably plus a million millions millions and millions of views. Literally, like, your name's still circulating, yeah, mate. Yeah, like you still <laughs> still still in the press with that. 
boys i'm two years out <laughs> if you was here in person we'd have to we would have been beautiful we'd have recreated the whole thing would have been up on your tiktok <laughs> that, that could have been that could have been quite that could have been quite funny i would, I would have definitely got <laughs> maybe when we uh when we get you back in the studio we'll we'll recreate that moment but yeah that is a it's a weird thing for us because i know i know you personally like i i know as you say people you prince see princess they know you in a different context and the people of of the United Kingdom see you as people of the United a, Kingdom, yeah. People of the United, <laughs> maybe people of 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 the world. They've, they've seen you <laughs> everywhere. But I, I I see you as a mate, as we've we've said, and the, sometimes the way you came across is completely different to who one you are now and two who who you are. I mean, sometimes there's an element of maybe an ego playing up to the main Chelsea, but you're the, one of the most down to earth, humble people I've ever met. <laughs> For sure, I, I don't think. Um, yeah, for me, uh, it, that looking back on some of the stuff I did, wasn't actually me to do that sort of stuff. Like, I would never. I, I say that, but I mean, I've done. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I definitely didn't portray myself as the real person I actually am. But also, you're very, very young. You're going out all the time. Of course. Awesome. Yeah. Like, it's a very bizarre state of mind you're in. Mm. Um. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's very, very. But then weird. again. There's so many guys that have predominantly done the exact same thing, like just without the cameras. Like, yeah, on exactly. Them. Like we've all made mistakes. We've all probably hurt someone, but we're in the luxury that we aren't having a camera filmed and <laughs> showcasing everything that we've like fucked up doing. You know. Yeah. Whereas, like you, like you say, at such a young age, and probably the biggest transition that you make is between the ages of sort of like eighteen to twenty-two, especially as a young guy. You're literally doing it on camera in front of people your transition that you made so i guess in a way is that such do you have some form of regret about how like you say we've known you i've like we were in sick form for a period to get time together i knew you it's like the way that that show ended up presenting you wasn't it didn't do, i don't feel like they did you justice and no. i feel almost um like almost in your corner wanting to kick off like what are you doing? That's not that's not the accurate representation of what you're I trying. Think, I think I played up to a particular personality trait that I've definitely, I don't know, I've definitely done those things since that. But I think I've played up to it. I think probably for the show. I think mm. a lot of people do do that. I yeah. think um, suddenly you've got cameras, you've got producers in your ear. You do the adrenaline's like, going as well. Erratic, but you probably and also I was going out an awful lot. When you go out an awful lot and you drink a lot. Trust me, there's nothing fucking good about it. There's no, there's no good. And I was going out like sometimes like five days a week. I'd find myself in nightclubs like on a Monday night, absolutely sending it. So I think when you're doing that, <laughs> like you're a young age and you're very mature, you do play up to these sorts of things. And I think um, I definitely did. But I don't have any. I, I do have regrets. I did upset a few people, but at the same time, I, I don't want to hold any regrets. I did it. I was very young, but lost. But I, I don't really have any regrets. Are you on good terms with these people now that, that I obviously the public is in? On the show currently, I've always been to like probably three people on yeah. like a regular basis. Apart from that, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still, I haven't really like fallen out of people, but there's there's three that I will consider as close friends. And that's kind of it. Go on, who's the closest? I won't know who they are, but let's go for it. Who's the closest? I don't know, like I consider, I probably won't bit this in to be fair, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> closest? Probably Mitt. I'm pretty close with Mitt. Yeah. Sam Holmes is currently on it. No, Charlie Frederick is currently on it. Like, I'm pretty close. Like, I'm always close to everyone. I haven't fallen out of it. <clears throat> no, you're on good terms with everyone. And I, I think that goes back to how you say about 
how much you've grown as a person and you've done it publicly and you've done it very well like to who you are now and who we're talking yeah, I mean to. I could have done it better on the show I could have done a better job but I think yeah I think but, but then you wouldn't be who you are right now yeah. if those events didn't happen so like you say you're the happiest you've ever been and in yourself so why would you change the events that happen like at the end of the day I think it goes back to we actually had this in episode one it's like with my tiktok i yeah blew up i've got like forty five thousand followers on my tiktok now um and it doesn't represent me in a particularly good light but he still posts <laughs> yes, <laughs> but even so at the same um, time, have you got that following because i think i did actually see a, a video I, I had a little look on the podcast and also your instagrams before i came on yeah. and uh it's because you're pretty honest about like your past right yeah yeah absolutely completely and the reason why you got that following is because you're authentic to you yeah, yeah exactly That's exactly cool. Exactly. exactly. That's why you got the following. That's why you're carrying growing because you exactly. But that, I think that is. But is it good for your brand? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll soon find out. If it completely <laughs> flops, I'll just I'll stick to firefighting and then <laughs> go no other further than that and just stay there. I'll be content. But I mean, it is very very similar um, in in the situations more for you two guys um, with with social media. Um, you're making all the oh, some mistakes, not all the time, on um, publicly. Did that affect your social media? Like, how did that affect you? Because that I I imagine me and your si- love, hey, I love, and it's that's not. <laughs> but when people, firstly, I'm not big on social media. I'm a, I'm what's known as like a micro influencer. I actually have fuck all followers in the grand scheme of things. But for me, is it's uh, I whenever you do something bad, you just blow the fuck up. So it does another thing like you do bad stuff on the show, but also you'd you kind of blow up but i've never been a really big part of the show anyway but if someone gave me hate or anything like that i quite enjoy it i quite i find that quite funny a lot of people get affected by this sort of stuff but for me, yeah if someone's gonna spend their evening talking about me on their phone i think it's fucking classic actually <laughs> <laughs> great i think <laughs> people get affected in different ways and i feel sorry for people that actually get really affected by that sort of stuff i know a lot of people who are on a much bigger scale than i am do get do get affected by it but for me i think it's uh crack on i mean it's I, yeah. I the odd messages games now i think um i think it's great <laughs> yeah no i mean i i mate i people are giving you hate they always follow you so yeah, yeah exactly true I'll, I'll just start making a list of people that i can start calling out <laughs> on this and maybe that, it will happen for me the same way but i commend you mate like that is a very that's just such a mindset to have that you can let it run water of a duck's back because not everyone ha- has that level of thicker skin um i mean i actually got more offended than i think you did there was a uh, a tiktok that someone ended up making on josh which was calling him out for actually you tell it you, your, it was your so i was just like um, i was doing a uh, modeling shoot for just with a horse and i was topless for the shoot and basically this girl literally called me out and basically said like basically get rid of all the male male equestrians like get rid of them and like i tell you what when that went like seriously viral went seriously like it yeah it blew like, up <laughs> everyone i've i've funnily enough got a lot of hate from people in america um so yeah it went completely right, viral. Just means you yeah exactly <laughs> completely, completely. keep talking about me i think it's fucking great. yeah but come, i think God. like we're going back to is your to, to be able to have that outlook on that hate and take it and use it in a positive way and go, I don't care. I'm still going to be me and stay true to who I am. That is brilliant. I think, especially now for people to hear that from someone of your stature, because a lot of people just hear like, hate and like, it makes people upset. But the fact that you can go laugh it off and go, you know what? 
Like, I don't care what you you think. You're not someone I care about. So why would I even give you that time of day? I think that's really great to sort of listen to and hear to because especially the industry for like horses, it's so, so close knit and it's so bitchy and just horrible environment. I wouldn't know if you said to me, I, I wouldn't know anything about your... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't claim to. I just think... Sorry, carry on, mate. No, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know fuck all, but I yeah. know. It's interesting to hear, for sure. But um, like, I think for people to hear like that, the way that you use it and almost use it to motivate you, just continue what you're doing is brilliant. Because like I say, the industry is so fucking clicky. It's horrible. It's vile. Everyone is out to get everyone. It's so much money. Like, if so much money involved. And I do know, yeah. I do know so much cash involved. I do know that yeah. I do know horses are quite spending. That's all I do. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, it does look like there's a bit of money there in the in the polo <laughs> scenes. Uh, there, there's a lot of money around around horses. I mean, it must be somewhat uh, linked the 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 people that you're on the show with, especially in friends with now, that they must have horses. And... I'm too fat. I won't really. Know. I won't. Yeah, it's not something I probably talk about. But I no. think I think we need to get you on a horse. I think simple as that. We just end up. I actually, shoot... I played polo before. Like I have been on a horse. I I, I am interested in like. I do quite like horses, but I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I have been on quite a few horses. That is mental, the fact that you've, you've played polo. I think that, for me, that is an amazing <laughs> image. I think we can definitely do something with that. <laughs> definitely get a video going with just... Maybe Instead we... of like the celebrity football matches, do a celebrity polo game. Mate, high end, yeah. I don't yeah, literally... I don't even know how polo is played. I think they've got they have the big the sticks, the balls on the bottom, and then it's like the goals. I think it's a fucking good sport. It's fucking tiring. I remember being like, "God, this is like this is tough." But I really enjoyed it. I I love being on a horse. I think I I would uh, if I had more time, I'd love to do horse riding. And again, I think that's brilliant for a lot of people to hear because some of the feedback that we've got from recent videos is the amount of guys during secondary school that are getting bullied for participating in the equestrian industry. Is crazy so like for someone to hit like be able to like clip that and hear you say that you that someone that's been on made in chelsea on tv actually wants to ride horses i think that's it's things like that that people don't realize how big is for the industry because over here it's seen as such a feminine sport that like we've like there's some of the messages that we've we've received it's yeah. sad like a nine-year-old kid's getting bullied because he rides horses I think it's quite a flex, to be fair. If you yeah. can afford a horse, it's quite, quite high end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm quite different because I just don't, I just don't really care what people think. No. Yeah. I, I, I can understand as a young kid being seen as horse riding and the stuff you have to wear. I probably mm. can understand that he is getting bullied. That's really tough. I, I hate. Mm. I think bullying is, bullying is tough. I've never been bullied, but I, I know people that have been, and it still affects yeah. me this day. So I think, uh, yeah, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. On a cheerier note, <laughs> other than that, we're talking about you've got a new podcast. I have got a new podcast, yeah. Right, let, let's tell us about the podcast. My podcast is a little bit different to yours. Um, I can't actually say the name because we're, we're, we're choosing between two, but uh, it's a guest-based podcast. We've had some really funny guests on. And it's basically a really light-hearted, funny chat. It's basically me just having a few beers once a week. And it's, uh, for me, I absolutely love it. For me to get to know, a lot of them are my friends, a lot of them are people that I don't know. And for me to actually get to know these people is, uh, is great. And also it's, it's a sort of chat which you'd never normally have at a pub or a bar because the cameras are there because you've got a microphone, the chat is like, yeah. yeah. And some of the chats we've had have been super deep. And I think uh, it's been a really interesting platform for me to explore. I don't know, I'm gonna do, I've decided to do six. If I like it, I'll carry on. But I'm just doing like a six part series and just chatting to people 
and you basically see me get quite quite smashed once a week <laughs> so instead of, you've cut back from like four or five nights a week now to just one week on the podcast do it all oh, in that's one my, that's my excuse like, so we normally do our podcast on friday if lockdown wasn't here and we yes we work all week and then we have a few beers on friday but it's our podcast i do it with my business partner with probably have to have with niall and uh, I, i'm really enjoying it i really do enjoy it i think uh, it's a really i, I think podcasts now blowing up so yeah i'm enjoying it I, I like the whole youtube thing i think you guys are probably doing that as well yeah, I like the idea of making like a YouTube series and making a really nice piece of content that comes out every week. I mean, that's something I really wanted to do, and the fact that I can control the edit, I can control everything, is uh, is ideal. No, that's no, mate, that's amazing. I think you're absolutely bang on with that. I think with Corona, like it, people have got a lot of time where they initially get, um, they're very productive. They get everything done, and then they sort of sit there. And I definitely had it through the first lockdown, and you sort of go, well, what? what more can I do now? Like where, where is this going? And you find yourself automatically drawn to just listening to hours on end on podcasts and podcasts. I, I listen to, uh, yeah, I'm doing this job at the minute where I'm taking lots of pictures of like this new product that I'm going to be launching. And uh, I, I find myself listening to podcasts for hours on end. I, I, I think podcasts mm. are so great. Also, I learned so much. And I've I imagine that time where I didn't used to read a book. I've learned so much over the last year just listening to podcasts. I think podcasts are like unbelievable. Who would you say is the, the one who you listen to most? I listen to lots of podcasts. Also, there's so much variety. Like I obviously listen to Joe Rogan Classic. Um, Always. He's great. Also, when you're doing, when I'm working for a long period of time and I actually am working for like three hours, he's the only, sometimes I like podcasts. I really like a podcast, but it's only half an hour. And I'm like, fuck, I wish it was longer. So Joe yeah. Rogan does offer that where it is three hours and you're tuning in for three hours on this one person. I think it's great. I think uh, is uh, I'm a big fan of Rogan. Who, who else would, do I like? Um, yeah, I mean that's good. Yeah, at least it's impulsive. Sometimes I like. Oh, uh, that's a uh, Logan Paul's one, isn't it? Impulsive. Yeah, I quite like him. Uh, his mates <clears throat> kind of annoying, but I think it, they get some good guests on. I normally go for the guests, not so much the yeah. podcast. Yeah. When we type in a guest, I'd like to see on a podcast. I like there's lots of actors I, w- I always want to hear from, and I think podcasts allow that really unfiltered chat yeah oh spotify in the background love that <laughs> spotify started oh well, go on what what's playing what do we think so there's frank sinatra he's got his red wine i think this is it is the evening um alexa what's we about red yeah i do like a glass of red oh, we do love a glass of red i right i did come in and i did say we we cracking open the stellas this time they said no we've got too many wires and we don't trust you with drinks so like, oh, okay right well we're... i wasn't even allowed to clap today so... <laughs> oh, yeah so uh, they've left it in the more responsible hands of me but then again i'm also sober so i mean <laughs> goes... yeah yeah mate, sober, I... mate. mate if you sober. was here in person we could get uh, smashed it would be very... i know i thought you were sober as in life like you're a sober guy but i think oh uh, no no, 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 <laughs> no, no, I, no, I, no. I've not Just had anything today. that serious yet to, 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 to <laughs> announce that I'm sober. I'm, I'm still going, still going strong, living, living my early life, getting there. So I guess really, like we're talking about your podcast. So for everyone that's doing this, where can they, when it comes out, eventually find your podcast? So to be honest, it's going to be on all platforms. So all platforms. On, like, it'll be TikTok clips, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, YouTube's going to be our biggest one. Yeah. YouTube, we've taken a lot of time with the video content um, because. I, I always watch Rogan's. I always have Rogan's one on the background, for instance. Mm-hmm. I like watching them. So the big one is YouTube and the way it's edited. It's edited actually like a vlog. So it's really okay. Edit, but it should work. I mean, realistically, 
we can speak in a year's time and I'll be like, yeah, a podcast and release it. There's times where I think um, I'm not sure whether I like it enough, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be on all platforms, to be honest. It's going to be on Spotify and, and Apple and stuff, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, man. But honestly, we're, I'm looking forward to to seeing what yeah. comes out and where it goes. I mean, you, are you shooting it from? Uh, or have done from where you are currently in lockdown in the same space? No, we've been to actually. So it's basically us arriving to beers at different people's flats. <laughs> I love that. We get away from people just going to a studio. Yeah, I want it to be like a different environment every single time, and me just having beers at different environments, which could work. I don't know. Uh, Steve-O actually does something very similar. Does he? Yeah, Steve-O of um, Jackass. He was, uh, there was an uh, interview with Mike Tyson and they've like, got the Steve-O truck that he drives around and just drives and they have an interview in the back of a van, basically. I mean... That is fine. I don't have a big enough sponsor for that yet. But, uh, but <laughs> if anyone's listening and wants to sponsor a van for Sam... <laughs> a van for Sam! Mate, he's come up with your slogan. We'll get you a sponsor <laughs> straight after this. Easily done. Yeah, if I if I had a uh, yeah, if I had a big enough sponsor, I probably would. But yeah, it's uh, I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. No, mate. Honestly, it sounds like it's going well. I mean, is there anyone uh, that you can say and release that you've had on? Who have you gone and spoken to, or is that disclosed content? I mean, we've spoken to a few people. One of them won't get shown, unfortunately. But we've spoken to uh, Lottie Moss, for instance. He came on, and we've spoken to a few like Love Island people. Um, but we, we want to actually veer away from Love, Love Island and reality TV. We want to actually veer away from, totally from that and people yeah. think, and going to business. We, we basically want to go across the board. We've been to a lot of Love Island, uh, some MIC people and some like models and stuff. And to be fair, the chats have been really good. I think a lot of the chats have been good because I've, I've known them quite well. So I think it's yeah. easy to come up. Some interesting people that completely cold who I don't actually know. I think that would be quite interesting to have those sorts of chats. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm just, I'm just there for the chat. Yeah. Well, you learn so much as well, don't you? You actually like can pick up so many different things off off podcasts, like you say, li- like listening to Joe Rogan podcast. Like some of the um, talks that he's had with some of the celebrities on there, I'll never forget some of the things that I said. Like you got the Mike Tyson podcast, Tyson like, Fury yeah, one for, for Tyson Joe Fury Rogan. as well. It's amazing. You've got Kevin Hart in there. You haven't got on yet? Have you? Sorry, I haven't got Tyson Fury on yet. Have you? No, no, no. Oh, on this podcast yeah, yeah mate gonna... all sorted all sorted <laughs> mate, dream about that can't we mate he'd walk in the door and I'd be like hello <laughs> well, he might, he might <laughs> like the horses to be fair I think he does have horses. you know what you may have just sparked something maybe this is a little shout out to Tyson Fury <laughs> the Gypsy King get him in here and, and maybe that is uh, we, we introduce the, the traveller community into the equestrian actually that's a fair point is in the equestrian industry so obviously Sam as you know me I, I know nothing about horses which I've stated on every podcast <laughs> just in case the <laughs> listeners aren't aware of that now, now how did this work out so you don't you know fuck all about horses same as me snap yeah how, so how come you guys didn't talk to space? so basically we sort of similar to how I sort of reconnected with you recently we just like met in the gym basically yeah. and then um it's something like, obviously, as you guys both know, I've ridden my whole life and made a career out of it. That's what I am. I'm a professional dressage rider. I've, like, my aim is to <laughs> eventually go to the Olympics. Sorry, so, I'm, I'm, I'm a complete novice in all this. What is a dress? What is dressage? Uh, it's basically Annie Rawling. Annie Rawling <laughs> summed this up best. It's basically imagine a bodybuilder of a horse doing ballet dancing. Oh yeah, that did make a little bit more sense when she said that. 
that doesn't make sense whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do understand. I do understand that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's so now, I guess um, it's pretty tough. It must be pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I te- let I will try and put it in a way that I think I have learned. Right. Okay. Dressage is it originates from the war military military not the war the military and it's all about controlling your horse on the front line it has developed into the talent of one part of it breeding the horse and the genetics the other part happens to be on the rider but essentially it's about controlling an absolute monster of an animal and making it dance yeah pretty much sounds very high end i think um yeah, it's a very elite sport, and that's part of the problem that it's becoming more and more elite. And this is why I started what what we're doing now with Half Step, um, and this podcast is because I want it to be more inclusive. Like it's a sport that is in, currently in the Olympics, but if it continues the way it's going, it won't be in the Olympics much longer. It's just crazy the things that are going wrong with the sport but no one's really doing anything about it so i want to try and create a platform that people can come on and we yes of course it's brilliant community yeah absolutely but we can have guests like you come on to our question podcast amazing it's going to bring some exposure to the sport that we need but also we can have like riders come on and actually be truthful and honest about what's going on and and give a platform for the riders to come on and talk and that's the whole reason we started this um and and a bit of drama mate as you said blows up (laughs) following I mean, mate, it sounds great. I think you're obviously doing the right thing. I think, I think your your intentions are correct. That you're trying to actually help people within the sport. Yeah. I think that's really that's really really cool thing to do. There was a really interesting. I'm helping, I my podcast and helping <clears throat> fucking no one. So <laughs> entertainment during and, lockdown. Yeah, mate. exactly. You mate. You're helping, you're helping a lot of people. I, there was an interesting point that actually I want to go back, and it's more more to do with the, again equestrian. But um, one thing I've never actually thought of the traveller community. They they've got a big um, <clears throat> love and relationship with horses. I um, I I know that. <laughs> well, I mean, I is there what what the travel community has in like? What do you I, I, I know what you mean. You but know like I, how you word it. Uh, uh, travelers. Oh, travel. Like yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I'm not too sure. I think travelers is the correct, which is the correct, correct term. term which... I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they have quite a. Uh, a history and love and bond with horses um i th- i think and i i could be wrong it stems from uh obviously traveling around and uh working uh land i do apologize if that is completely misrepresenting and completely wrong however do they have much represent uh, representation in the equestrian industry i have no idea mate no <laughs> i have absolutely no idea i've never really thought about that i know they have horses obviously whether or not they compete and are participate in the sport i don't i never really seen it and i would say again i would say no because it's so bloody elite and it's so difficult yeah and that's what i was i was taking it to is um we've had so many conversations um that there are so many elements of this industry that from an outsider's point of view seem really really wrong um and there's a niche part of it which is very elite very inclusive they don't like anyone outside the box i think We've we've spoken about um, different people from different backgrounds, different ethnicities, different classes, mm-hmm. and they, there's not a lot of representation. And ironically, it's just that the travellers were brought up with the, the Gypsy King. I'm still trying to to, to promote Tyson, Tyson Fury. <laughs> um, but actually, yeah, it's one of the one of the um, communities that I don't think I've ever heard has representation. I think that'd be amazing to 
in, in just what well, I want include everyone, but it was just a question. I didn't yeah, know if no, you exactly. know. But I guess like from a again from episode four with um ride out racism we had on. Uh basically, um how they sort of see the sport is it's a white person privileged sport. <laughs> That's how the image is given off to the general public, which is so wrong and so backwards, yet in life that's not acceptable we've moved so much further forward into the 21st century but the whole community in the aggression world is so backward and this is what again like we say why we're starting is why we're trying to open it up and try and make it more diverse and that's the whole point of like half step yeah it's an equestrian clothing brand but it's an urban sort of streetwear culture vibe to it that we're trying to sort of make it more inclusive it's multi-purpose you can use it in the gym and it try and make it more financially Something you can take a bit yeah. of pride in. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it sounds great. I think, uh, I love the idea. I think, yeah, I wish you the guys best of luck. I think it will definitely work out. Also, it's such a niche. Mm. I didn't really know all about what you're telling me about tonight. No. So I think, um, yeah, I think it should work out. You've, so. learned, you've learned a little bit. It's, <laughs> a, it's been bit. an educational conversation. <laughs> I think it would be an amazing idea. One, we're going we're gonna to get you down when, when the Rona is taken a, and a back seat. Can hear about your new project as well. Yeah, That'd be brilliant. we can get, go through all of that. But I think there is definitely somewhere in the pipelines where I've not been on a horse yet. You've only been on a horse once, but you enjoy polo. I think there's a video somewhere in that. I don't know where it is, but there's a video in there somewhere. I think what BBC One, like BBC Radio One, what they were doing a, uh, like the presenters were swapping and doing a sport and someone ended up doing dressage. We should do, like try and get like, do something like we'll get you down for the day and get you on a horse and something. I think it would be brilliant like TV to watch. Absolutely. Be, yeah, definitely, mate. That, that'd be TikTok viral. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Stick your finger up to the haters. Um, Sam. Mate, one, the way we've been sort of ending this is sort of just, um, it just sort of happened, um, is a question we sort of throw away to, to guests is um, over the things we've talked about uh, and, and where you're going now is if you could give your younger self um, one piece of advice um, with everything you know now, like what is the thing you would tell, tell your younger self and also that bit of advice which would help anyone that's listening in similar situations? Ah, I don't know. Um, I used to be a big warrior and I still am. I, I get quite anxious over, I worry about stuff that's going to happen in like 2050. So I think for me, it's just, don't worry, it's all going to be okay. But it may not be okay, but I think to have that mindset, and I think actually, I take that back. For me, it's actually living in the moment. If I live in the moment, I'm much happier. And I, I still now work, at this, work to this day, I live in the moment as much as possible. Um, but yeah, that's what I tell my younger self, for sure. I used to worry about all sorts of stuff. I actually didn't need to worry about a thing. No, I absolutely love that, mate. Mate, honestly, thank you for, for, for coming on. And um, I'd say this is the first of a few times we'll, we'll, we'll have conversations and we'll be catching up. Next time, there'll be a little bit more alcohol involved, I, I promise you. I mean, you, you've dusted through a nice glass of red and I've, I've managed to dust through <laughs> half a pint of water. So yeah, I think you're on the better end of the stick at the moment. But mate, honestly, thank you so much. And we will make sure that all of your socials are linked. Um, Forager Herbs will be put in, in all the descriptions um, where you can yeah, catch it. Exactly. Um, as, cool. as well as. And Half Step, main thing is, is coming out at the end of end of this month. We are getting very close to launch. It's getting exactly. very close to launch now. So we're, we've got a promo video that's going to be <laughs> dropping exactly. very, very soon. That, uh, and, uh, we'll actually be showing Sam 
shortly. Yeah, you're so. one of few people that is going to get get to see this, and we're going to send you a very private link after this, and which also, will self-destruct after 10 we're seconds. We're going to be sending them over one of our technical tees as well. Yeah, yeah, you'll have so, a, yeah. be one of the first people to receive um, our product, which yeah. is... <laughs> rarity lucky <laughs> lucky man i mean treat it with with utter love and care <laughs> we'll do. thank you boys. Um, i really appreciate coming on it's been good good to catch up yeah it's been, and um yeah we'll, we'll speak soon yeah, it's been that. great mate it was lovely to talk to you thank you so much again for joining us uh only tools and horses we're out boys all the best <laughs>